Citizens of the Galaxy. <laughs> Citizens of the Galaxy. Welcome to another installment of Sabak Talk. We're back. The return we're of back. Sabak Talk. I know. A little hiatus. It's been a while, but like we're coming back with a freaking bang. Like we're here and we are talking about Revenge of the Sith, episode three. What a well, moment. What a moment in history we're looking at right now. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert for those listening this is uh oh my god uh, we, we gotta be no i'm a little, a little different spoiler uh this is mine and tim's one of our favorites if not our favorite so just we try to be yes. unbiased but it is a little hard but we do have some stuff we, we didn't like so we'll get into that but just know like you know we we love this movie so <laughs> yeah yeah for sure no 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 that's i think that's a good thing that's like a good it's a good thing to say because I feel like we might have like a lot of people that are like, oh my gosh, these are just more bros. All they want to do is just like talk about how much they love, <laughs> you know, Revenge of the Sith. Like, and maybe that's sort of true, but I feel like, I feel like honestly, the more that I get to know this film, like I do see the imperfections, but I also like, I start to care about them less and to like or be more into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we want to just start with the the opening scene. Just talk about like where where the movie starts. Yeah, um, I, it's kind of interesting too. Did you ever watch or have you recently watched those uh, the Clone Wars that just got added in the Disney Plus the uh, the old ones? The 2D well, the the two D. I have not like watched them anytime recently enough that I remember them even like remotely. Okay, yeah. Cause, I mean, I watched them just recently, just when they when they came on, okay. and they're they're technically not canon. So this is kind of interesting, but. The last episode of the of the Clone Wars is it's General Grievous invading the capital and capturing Palpatine, which is right where Revenge of the Sith movie starts. Oh, so okay, yeah. It's like so weird because it's like it could be canon. I just don't know why they don't make it canon because, as far as I could tell, there was nothing that was like, oh, that's not right, or I was like contradicting something else. So I was like, that's kind of interesting that it's not canon yet, but it's a pretty cool yeah. scene because they invade, you know, Coruscant, which I don't think has ever been done before, and they successfully capture Palpatine. So. Like, I feel like that's pretty important, you know? Yeah, no, no, that's wild. I, I wonder if we'll ever get a canon depiction of that. I think that'd be yeah. pretty sweet. Yeah, sorry, sorry, a little sidetrack, but... No, I'll yeah, have that, to go back and watch that. Yeah, so that's the opening scene, though. Uh, Palpatine's yeah. captured, and uh, we got Anakin and Obi-Wan, the classic duo, going to save him. Dude, it's what I'm going to say this, dude. I think that this this opening scene, just in terms of, like, visuals, I think it's absolutely incredible how much it's held up like like over the years i mean like over time yeah like this this film came out like a while ago uh-huh. like 15 years ago and i watched this scene and i'm like this is just visually like spectacular this opening scene and the way that it like the way i mean obviously just with the way it pans off of the opening crawl and then goes yeah. to you so know good. it's so it's so awesome like Oh my gosh. I love it. Uh, like, I just think, I just think it's like really, it, yeah, it's just really awesome. I know. I saw this scene. I saw this movie midnight showing back when that was a thing. Yeah. In, uh, like seventh or eighth grade. And I was like, man, I have to see this. And I went with like one of my good friends. I was like, this is amazing. I, I it just still gives me like chills every time I watch that opening scene just cause it's like, I remember seeing this in a theater just being like, just shocked and just like so awestruck at how good it was. I was so yeah, stoked I to see the finale, you know, how everything's going to come together. 
Yeah, dude. It's it's wild and it does not disappoint. I it think really like yeah. This opening the opening scene is like full of so much, dude. It's jam-packed. I never realized how jam-packed it is with not even just like really cool action and visuals, but there's also like a real a lot of like really important like uh I don't know, like story content as well, I, I would say. Yeah. This is where the fun begins. One of the things that I this is one of the lines that I like honed in on and like I still like I don't like it, but I'm trying, <laughs> I'm, I feel like I'm trying to like understand it more. And that's like the classic meme. This is where the fun begins. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's so cheesy and like dumb. And I hate like action, action scenes like that. People know this about me. Like I don't like action where it's like comedic or like scene, like, it's like depicted as like this, like fun, like goofy, like lighthearted thing. Like I'm like, this is like, I don't think anybody should be like enjoying. Like, and so I, I don't like that kind of like scene or the, that kind of dialogue. But when I saw this, like when I saw this, uh, when I was watching it this time through, my thought was like, I don't know. I was like, I feel like this almost is like a depiction of in some ways, like where Anakin's at and kind of like where like the Jedi are at in a way. Maybe I'm looking too deeply into it. The whole scene in general though, is just like, it just kind of shows to me like how like being like soldiers and like being part of like a war has become something that's not like very like heavy to the Jedi, perhaps. Like it's not something that they're it's something that they're starting to take lightly. And that's that's how that's how I guess like how ingrained it has become in like the way they do things, which is like, you know, that's like hugely like problematic, I would say, for like the Jedi code. You know what I mean? It's freaking getting real already. Yeah. That's what I like. <laughs> no, I feel like this is the mindset I'm coming to with. Cause like last time we talked star Wars obviously was our, yeah. you know, crossover podcast where we got into like some really heavy stuff and like really like different paradigm. And so I feel like I'm still in that mindset a little bit, but you know, I'm also, I'm also feeling lighthearted so we can continue. <laughs> no, I mean, no, no. I mean like we, we've been talking about it for, you know, a long time uh, since we've been yeah. reviewing, the, re- reviewing the prequels and, some of the Clone War stuff, man. The Jedi, the Jedi lost their way, and they did become soldiers instead of, you know, as Mace Windu says like a thousand times, peacekeepers. But um, it's like yeah. they they became more comfortable as fighting. Like they became generals in the war. You know, it's like why would you yeah. become a general? It's like I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and I think it ties in so much to like what we see later on in the film as well. But I won't I won't get into that. I know. I'll, I'm I'll just so excited, dude. I'm so excited for Mace Windu has the worst lines in this movie. I was like, dude, they pissed me off so much. Dude. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The arrogance of him and the Jedi in general. The whole thing. Oh man. The whole thing, man. It really just gets worse and worse. Every movie. It's like crazy. It does. It really does. And like, I just love how you don't like, at least for me when I was a kid, like I didn't pick up on it at all. Like I was like, I was so into it. Like I was like, dude, the Jedi are so sick. And like, as that's changed, as I've grown up, like to me, that's like, that's just like the pinnacle of writing in some ways to have like that experience of like growing with the film, I guess. Yeah, that's true. That's why it's wild. But um, did you have anything else from like that opening scene? Cause I got a couple other things. Uh, like before they get to the fight with Dooku, you're saying, or what? Um, there's one other thing I have, or two other things I have from before they get to the fight with Dooku. Um, I mean, I love... I mean, I know it's cheesy, but I love the R2 scenes, dude. Everything, every time R2 gets a little, <laughs> gets to fight the buzz droids and then he fights the uh, super battle droids. It's like, it's just a little funny, yeah. you know, I mean, obviously we know Star Wars are for, you know, for kids, but it's like, it's just, just little silly things like that just make it really, really funny, I think. 
Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think it keeps it light and keeps it fun. Yeah. For sure. And our R4, rest in peace to R4. Oh, no, dude. <laughs> you know what's funny to me, though, is, and I'm sorry, I'm getting deep already again, but <laughs> the, the, the dialogue in when they're in the ships is really interesting because Obi-Wan insists like multiple times that he should just be left behind. And Anakin like keeps trying to help him, yeah. you know? And I found I that to be, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I did notice that. Like he says it a lot. Yeah. And to me, like that almost like I think that they're trying to play into the fact that like Anakin was a Jedi who had attachments and like had like had attachments oh. in ways that were maybe not the most efficient because Obi-Wan says like, you know, it's not efficient to save me. You just leave me. And and Anakin's like, no, I'll save you. You know, that's what he's all about because he's attached to him and he has it's just kind of like, I, and it also shows that Obi-Wan is like less attached, right? Yeah. And then that, that you know, um, less amount of attachment is then paralleled later in the scene with Palpatine, when Palpatine tells yeah. Anakin to leave Obi-Wan. And so I think it almost like parallels the Jedi mindset with Palpatine's mindset, which I found really interesting. Yeah, that is true. And I mean, even the part where Obi-Wan says, you know, the clones are doing their job. We have our job. They're doing their job. And Anakin wants to save the clones. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. At that point, too, and I was like, dude, Obi Wan's kind of a, you know, he's kind of rude, man. It's like, I understand the fact, but it's like, help, like help your brothers out, you know. I mean, they're risking their lives along with you, so. But I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 tough because Obi Wan's a great guy. He has a lot of flaws, though. So it's like I don't know, but that's a great great point though about the attachments because Anakin, I mean, maybe it's like showing his goodness of he always wants to help others, you know. But I don't know. Yeah, he's a he's a complex no, I, character. Yeah, he's so complex and like it's it's also like showing the complexities of like what it means to be a force user and like the Jedi code and stuff. So I think yeah. it's I, it's just it just keeps it interesting and keeps it, you know, fresh and so I enjoyed that. Another thing that I liked from the opening scene that I caught was there's like a huge parallel back to Phantom Menace. Um and not huge, but it's like kind of subtle, but um when Anakin says destroyers and they step into the elevator it's like just like uh -huh. the, the that first, not the first scene, but one of the first scenes in Phantom Menace where, you know, Obi-Wan says Master yeah. Destroyers, and then they end up in the elevator, and then, you know, they have um, uh, a bunch of droids pointing blasters at them. And so I found that, I thought that was just kind of fun. Like, I love parallels like that. Yeah, that's cool. So what about, what about Into the Dooku scene? What do we got there? Um, man, I... I, I'm so bummed that Dooku does not have a greater part in the movies. It, it really sucks. Yeah. He's such a good character and yeah. he, you know, drops line when they're like, they're dueling and he says, I sense great fear in you. You have yeah. fear, you have anger, but you don't use them. And I'm like, like just showing that how complex, how Anakin is trying so hard not to, you know, give in to the dark side, these tendencies of, you know, fear, anger, hate, all that stuff. He, even though he knows, obviously, the Sith proclaim that it gives them power. It's like Anakin doesn't want that. He wants to be the, the perfect Jedi and wants yeah. to, um, you know, fulfill the Jedi code and, and live live honorably. And, and Dooku, like, and I don't think people comprehend how good, how amazing that, that Anakin be Dooku is. Like, Dooku yeah. was, like, one of the best duelists in Jedi history before he even left the Order. He could, yeah. like, he said, he said himself only Yoda could beat him. And Mace uh -huh. Windu was like a good, 
a good battle, but he could still beat Mace Windu. And then, so who knows how good he is, you know, with years of training with the dark side, who which does give him more power. And so it's just such a cool scene where Anakin was able to beat him. And I was like, man, that's like yeah. shows how, how far Anakin has come to obviously episode two, he like loses in like what, 30 seconds. And it's like, he is able to hold his own and beats Dooku, who is like the Sith Lord. And it's like such a cool scene. And, such such deep significance and I'm, I'm just so bummed that we really did not get more dooku in the movies and again we'll, we'll encourage our listeners to go watch clone wars because he's a huge part in clone wars and it's just it's just sad he didn't even he didn't even, like have any lines in this in this movie even you know yeah dude no i agree and 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 i'll just add one thing on i just other than agreeing with what you're saying i'll just add like i just christopher lee is like fantastic too yes and I love, I love him as an actor and just as a swordsman and just everything, his whole like delivery of the character is fantastic. And so I agree with the fact that I wish there was a little more Dooku to, to go around. <laughs> There's some good parallels though. I mean, like what you like highlighted, like that line that Dooku says and even their duel, like it really looks very similar to the duel between Vader and Luke in Return of the Jedi. Oh, and then- that's cool. Also, uh, the Palpatine turning around in the chair is like a direct. Oh like, yeah, I didn't think. Yeah, it looks that. looks just like Return of the Jedi. So I love those parallels as well. Those visual parallels are great. I mean, we gotta talk about you know the best line probably in Revenge of the Sith, man. Uh, do Which, it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good. That was a really good impression. Dude. Oh, thanks. <laughs> oh my gosh, I know. There's so there's some lines where I'm just like, I don't know. Like this is so. I know, what were they like, thinking? <laughs> It takes you to like another world. You're just like, what is going on? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's it's it, it can be wild sometimes. I feel like with the the the, the, <laughs> the lines, there's like lines that are just like so out there. But I mean, um, yeah, and and know. after that that funny line, he drops like a really good bomb. He just says, you know, he's too dangerous to be kept alive. It's only natural. Yeah. He took yep. your arm off, and you wanted revenge. And I was like, just like yeah. passing, like, oh, oh, that's fine, Anakin. Like he's planting these seeds, you know, inside of him. And it's cool because yeah. when we get to the, you know, the Mace Windu fight, that's literally what uh, Mace yeah. Windu says about Palpatine is he's too dangerous to be kept alive. And so it's like, Anakin, what's what, like, what are you doing, Anakin? Like you, you kill Dooku, but you don't want to kill Palpatine. It's like, yeah, just, just, just shows how confused and how influenced he was by Palpatine. It also, yeah, I agree. And it also shows another, yet another parallel where the Jedi mindset, Mace Windu, is the same as Palpatine's mindset, right? Oh, just like the, that's true. Just like that Obi Wan like attachment thing, you know, leaving Obi Wan behind, and then now we have another one where it's like, you know, someone's too dangerous to be left alive, right? So there's like wow, those that's good. Those that's really good. Parallels are all over the place, dude. Dang, I didn't catch that. Dang, <laughs> so good, dude. This movie's amazing. I don't. I mean, I don't want to jump ahead, man, but. Palpatine is like, you know, are the Sith and Jedi so much so different? You know, it's like, oh man. No, he's absolutely right. Like, that's something ah, I realized crazy. this time. I was like, there's so many similarities between the Sith and the Jedi, or at least Palpatine's mindset and the Jedi's yeah. mindset. Uh-huh. Right. It's like, it's like so it's so well paralleled in this movie. I just I feel like it's a shame that like it doesn't get noticed more, but you know, it is what it is, I guess. I know. It's uh it's sad. But I mean, I mean, the rest of that scene is like pretty cool too. Like, I, I mean, I, I feel like the the uh, happy landings line is one of my least favorite. Um, <laughs> there's several. I mean, they're all memes. They're all great memes. But like a lot of those lines in like the whole like landing sequences are are not my favorite. Yeah. Um, 
but I guess it is what it is at the end of the day. <laughs> I'll say something about, so obviously we like grieve it. They see Grievous again and he escapes. Um, yeah. I'm really, I'm really bummed. They had the line in revenge of the Sith. You're short of, you know, Anakin, I thought you'd be older and Anakin goes, I thought you Grievous, I thought you'd be taller. It's like, it stinks they yeah. had those because obviously Clone Wars came after this. So we never yeah. got to see an Anakin Grievous fight. I would have loved to see that, you know? Oh yeah. Like in the Clone Wars. Yeah. Because it's like, because of those lines, they could have never met in the Clone Wars because like, oh yeah, they've never met before. So we can't have them see each other in Clone Wars at all. I was like, man, that would have been so cool to have them just like do yeah. it out a little bit. I would have loved to, you know, witness that. Yeah, that would that would have been really cool. That would have been really cool. And I it's agree. like they're not even like good lines. So it's like, why do they even put them in the freaking movie? <laughs> they just want that like weird levity, like weird. No. Like, I don't know. It's just like random like stuff to keep it light, you know. I guess I I don't know. <laughs> Grievous Grievous is a he's such an interesting character to me too. Sometimes he's so weird, and I've heard people say that like he represents like a part of like what Anakin's gonna become because he's sure. like so machine and. You know, he's kind of got some some of those aspects to him with the breathing and stuff. But uh, yeah, he's I, I like Grievous though. I think Grievous is a good character. Another cool thing too, I'll mention about the clone the the two D Clone Wars mm-hmm. before before Grievous escapes with Palpatine off Coruscant, um, uh-huh. he fights briefly uh, Mace Windu. Mace Windu uh-huh. crushes his lungs, and so that's oh. why he has that breathing problem really isn't that weird yeah it's it's still not canon but it's like that's like he just got that breathing problem in you know revenge of the sith isn't that funny that's interesting i did not no. know that i wonder yeah that. it's kind of crazy they need to they need to fill in some of those gaps i, I think, know like, come on <laughs> that's that's a big thing i did not like about the prequels is the freaking villains man we get a villain we lose a villain we get a villain we, we lose a villain without even like really knowing them it's like when yeah. I remember I remember seeing this and I was like, are we supposed to know who Grievous is? Like when I was like, you know, in eighth grade. I, I remember like, that too. Who is yeah. this? I was like, what where did this dude come from? And I was like, I was like yeah, yeah, yeah. upset because I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Like I hate when they yeah. did that. And that's why I didn't I didn't really like Dooku when I was younger, because I was like, okay, just another character we're gonna lose and not really understanding who he is. It's like I, I wish I wish I know I I guess I kinda understand why they did it because they didn't have a lot of time, but and I guess they make up for it in the Clone Wars, but this kind of mm-hmm. stinks because, like, I really didn't. If they didn't, I mean, if we didn't have Clone Wars, just like, wouldn't <laughs> honestly know, you know? Yeah, I know for sure. Yeah, for sure. That's that's interesting, and I um, I think that in some ways it kind of shows the nature of the Sith, like the that they're like they're that's everyone's like really expendable, like they just kind of go from one person to the next like really quickly. But I also think it's like doesn't make for like great films a lot of the time. So I see yeah. what you're saying. <laughs> I see what you're saying. I just love Coruscant, dude. I love, yeah. I think, Cor- I think Coruscant is such a cool, like all the scenes that I see of Coruscant, I just think it looks really cool. And like, I love all the ships in the background and just the huge city like feel. Uh, I think it's really cool. No. Yeah, definitely. The world building in this movie is incredible. There's it's awesome. I mean, obviously we go to so many different planets. We see the war, like even briefly, it's like they put so much work and detail into it. I love it. I love what they did with this movie. Yeah, dude, I agree. I totally agree. It's awesome. And I mean, the, all those scenes on Coruscant too, they're so important. Like, yeah. um, I, I hate, I mean, like, I hate the, I'm so in love with you and <laughs> love has blinded you. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's, there's some lines from Padme that I was about my controversial thing. Is like, there, she actually has some lines that I really don't like in this film. And that's one of them. Like love has blinded you. I hate that. I hate that whole scene. Uh, she looks great, but I hate the scene. 
but I also hate the one I like. There's the other scene in Coruscant where the one where Anakin calls her a separatist because yeah. she's saying, you know, she's talking about how, you know, maybe we're not on the right side here. Uh-huh. Maybe like the democracy we thought we were helping, like no longer exists. Um, love that line. She, she's like dropping some wisdom. Like, I feel like, I feel like Padme in a lot of ways is the only one who has any sense left. Like the, the Jedi have lost their sense. And I'm going to talk about this in a minute, but they, one thing I'm realizing is they were, they were planning to take over the government. They were planning to overthrow the government. And like, so they were, they had lost their way. Anakin had lost his way because he was like, well, to stop the Jedi from overthrowing the government, I'm going to institute, you know, fascism and take over with (laughs) the emperor, you know? And so they lost their way. And like, I feel like Padme and like maybe like Bail Organa and like a few others are trying to like maintain some like semblance of like, a like you know a free society you know and 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 a, and a more like you know the right way to do things but then like in that same scene where she says that like she asks she she directs all these like pointed dialogues at anakin and then she goes hold me like you did at the lake in naboo and i'm just like <laughs> oh my gosh will you stop it with these lines man Dude, she's got pregnancy brain right now. It's like all this emotional stuff, you know, <laughs> ups and downs, oh, ups gosh. and downs. Oh gosh, I'm not going to co-sign that comment, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no. So I will, I, I'll just leave that out there. I don't know. No, I, I, I agree. I, I, I kind of think she kind of takes like a back seat to like her first two movies, which kind of stinks. Mm. And I, I get she's pregnant, so she can't do a lot, but it's yeah. like, she was, you know, such a badass and, the first two and in clone wars like she just kind of like is like the side character almost in revenge of the sith i kind of fell away anyways at least maybe until towards the end when she actually like interacting more with anakin stuff but it's like this kind of sucks because her character was like just like because she's pregnant she's gonna you know take a leave of absence like uh the padme we know would not do that guys like come on yeah for sure she'd be in the trenches like no matter no matter what so yeah for sure for sure and I mean, like, just the rest of those Coruscant scenes, I don't have, like, a whole lot of notes from them because, like, I feel like there's not a whole lot of specific things where I was like, whoa, wow, this, that. But I just feel like it's, there's just so much, there's just so much there. It's just so jam-packed with, like, just, like, the how, like, the, the turn of events just, like, all cascade into the fall of the Republic. It's, it's really fascinating to see. Yeah, mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know if we have any. Do you have any things to uh, to to unpack from from some of these middle scenes? I guess before like there's more, I guess more action. I mean, we got um, so obviously Anakin finds out she's pregnant, and yeah, there's that scene. They're kind of, I can't remember exactly which scene, but they're talking and Padme asks Anakin if can Obi Wan help us, and he says we don't need his help. You know, like very uh-huh. mad, mad and angrily. Like let me let me get your thoughts on that. Why do you think? Uh, because obviously we, 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 I mean, we've seen him in the, even the beginning of this movie. He's like, Oh no, I can't leave you. I'm not going to leave you. Obi-Wan. So, you know, why wouldn't he confide in his mentor and his friend, you know, like really he just has Obi-Wan and Padme in his life and Palpatine. So it's like, he just has these three people. So why wouldn't he lean also on Obi-Wan? What do you think? I, I honestly think that what it, what it, what was starting to happen was this is something that I noticed throughout these scenes is that, I mean, obviously the Jedi's choice to try to get Anakin to spy on Palpatine was just a total, like, 
like a terrible move, like terrible yeah. idea um, in, in like multiple ways. But I feel like through that, through them doing that and also through them not giving him the rank of master and sort of revealing their hand in that they don't trust him because he's attached to Palpatine. I feel like what has happened is you, you end up with this place. You're in this place where as Anakin, where Palpatine has made himself like indispensable to you. And he's just like, it's almost like he he's created like this, this either, or like it's either Palpatine or the Jedi order. He's made it into like a, like an us or them kind of a uh-huh. dynamic. And so I feel like when Padme, like, you know, indicates like, oh, maybe we could get help from Obi-Wan, a Jedi. I feel like Anakin is already sort of like, he's going back and forth. He's like, no, we don't need the Jedi mm, interesting. anymore. And so that would be my thought on it. I don't know. Well, what were your thoughts? No, yeah, that's that's a good take. Because I mean, I don't know. I don't know if there's a right answer or this different perspective, but it's it's it just seems like, I don't know if I could see, see if I can explain myself, but it's like he doesn't want to ask for help because he like wants obviously you know Obi-Wan practically raised him and it was like his his uh sort of a father like sort of a father to him and um so I don't know if it's just like he wants to be like show him that he's you know like grown up he doesn't want to ask for help but it also part of me thinks like he's still afraid of the order like disappointing the order and stuff so I don't know Uh because obviously we know from like Clone Wars, like Obi Wan, kind of has already suspicions of Padme and Anakin being together. So, and he never yeah. turns him in or anything. Um, so it's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I don't know. I, I, I just, I thinking about that question, like, or why he says it that way, and it's like resentment. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I honestly don't know. It's interesting. I mean, maybe there's more. Maybe there's more to unpack there. It's yeah. I mean, apart. I mean, obviously, Anakin is just like the dude's being like twisted and turned totally. by everybody. And just like, I mean, you got to feel for Anakin at this point. I feel like he's, he's just this person that's like stuck between a rock and a hard place. <laughs> no, <laughs> like I, I wrote that down oh, for sure. Cause it, he is really? so stuck. Yeah. He's so stuck. And I honestly feel like it, so much of it has to do with the fact that um, the Jedi have made themselves stuck. Like they are stuck yeah. as well, and, but it's of their own doing. Like they have placed themselves in a location where they can't even uphold the Jedi code anymore because of, because of the way that they've been behaving for the last, like, you know, for years, you know, for decades potentially. Mm-hmm. And so it puts them in like this, this wild, wild spot. And, you know, they're putting that pressure. One of the things I thought was really interesting, maybe related to the line you just asked about is when, Anakin gets angry at Obi-Wan for asking him to spy on Palpatine. If you notice, he says, why are you, Anakin gets really emotional towards the end of the scene. And he says, why are you asking me to do this? And he, it feels very vulnerable. Like, it's mm-hmm. not like, oh, Palpatine's a good guy. He's not trying to argue with Obi-Wan anymore. He, you just feel like Anakin's confused. And he's like, why are you asking me to do this? And the line from Obi-Wan that to me was just dagger in the freaking heart. He goes, the council is asking you. Yeah, And like, he doesn't reach out. He doesn't like see Anakin. He doesn't reach out to him. He doesn't like try to, you know, continue the conversation. He just says, the council is asking you. And I just feel like that personifies in a lot of ways, Obi-Wan, like obviously it's Obi-Wan saying it, so it doesn't personify, but it, it, you know, portrays Obi-Wan's mindset, but it also kind of personifies 
the mindset of the Jedi, where it's like the council is asking you to do this. It's not about, you know, how you, your confusion, everything you're going through is, is irrelevant because we're just asking you to do this. <laughs> I know. Uh, and, An- oh. I, I wrote Anakin's line down and it says, um, you're asking me to do something against the Jedi code, the Republic against a mentor, against a friend. I was like, yeah. dude, like, do you not hear you guys? Like, what is wrong with the council? I thought that was the exact same thoughts. I was like, there's, they're so dumb, honestly. They're so corrupt, and they are, dude. But they're stuck. Like, what? Yeah, what else are they supposed true. to do? Like, they they've create they've created this situation for themselves. Like, at this point, they know that Palpatine's up to something, mm-hmm. but they can't show their hand too much in order to get to figure out what he's doing, because you know that could cause unrest and that could cause you know tension and potentially civil war. And you know they also they have no one else who's close to Palpatine, so they have to ask Anakin. But like them doing that is is a terrible thing to do as well. So it's like, dude, it's just, it's wild. It's wild. It, it's crazy. Yeah. Later in the movie, Mace uh, asks or says, "The dark side of the force surrounds the Chancellor," and they're like, "What does that mean?" And I was like, "Are you guys serious?" Like, like, yeah. I, I don't know. I <laughs> there's they really didn't think he was a Sith Lord at the time. I mean, even later in the movie, when Anakin reveals he's a Sith Lord to Mace Windu. He's just like, what? A Sith Lord? It's like, Kate, like everything that's going on, you really can't realize what's going on, honestly, you know? Yeah, like, like open, open your eyes like a little bit more and you'll <laughs> see everything, you know? Yeah, the, the writing's on the walls, but I feel like that's the arrogance. And that's yeah, also totally, yeah, that's the position they're in too. Like, they're like, they, I feel like for them to admit that would like, you know, have like a whole domino effect of problems as well, which also is sort of shown once, once they do try to go and arrest him, you know, it's, it, it, you know, it all, it all sort of blows up because at that point they had already been talking about taking over the Senate yeah, um, because of how much power Palpatine had accumulated. Right. And so they go and they try to do anything to take down his power and Palpatine can just say, Hey, they're trying to take over the government. They're the bad guys, which is exactly what he does. And it works, you know? Yeah. So it's, yeah, dude, it's the Palpatine, like he's playing chess. Obviously everyone else is playing checkers. It's fascinating. It's more (laughs) fast. It it gets more and more fascinating. The more I, the more I get into it, it's, it's, it's really, I, I, it's just, it's just masterful to me. Yeah. Let me, uh, I forgot to wrote this down. Um, when he's always talking to Anakin, he says, the only reason the council approved your seat is because you're close to Palpatine. So like not all his merits, like nothing he's done, yeah. you know, yeah, all yeah. the times he's proven himself. He saved, what did he say? He saved one, nine times, 10 times. It's yeah. like all the stuff he's done for the Republic, for the Jedi. And the only reason he's approved and not granted, not granted the rank of master is because yeah. he's close to Palpatine. They don't want to use Anakin. So they give yeah, him a yeah. seat on the council. I was like, okay, you guys, you guys are such like dicks, honestly. Like Anakin yeah. is more than worthy enough to be on the council. You know, it's like, yeah, it's crazy, man. And just because they don't trust him. And again, like after they give him the assignment, Mace Windu delivers an amazing line. They talk in with Obi-Wan and uh, Yoda and Obi-Wan says, is he not, you know, is he not the chosen one? Or, or sorry, Mace Windu says, I still don't trust him. And Obi-Wan says, is he not the chosen one? And Mace Windu says, so the prophecy says. And I was like, uh, hey, what the heck? Like, are you serious? Like, what 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 do you guys, what do the Jedi believe in if they don't believe in, you know, their their prophecy or like their actual religion yeah. of what it's supposed to be? It's like, what do you actually believe in then, you know? Yeah, I know for sure. 
And I think that that goes back to like our last podcast. What one of the things that Chad Ford said, I thought was really interesting. He said like the Jedi had completely lost any like moral clarity. Yeah. There's no, there's like no clarity from them as what they're supposed to be like spiritual as well as like ethical, moral leaders. And they had completely lost that. And it's wild, man. It's so interesting. It's so fascinating. Oh, and like, I feel like so much of it, like, hinges not hinges on but like a lot like one of the pinnacles of the movie obviously is one of our favorite memes ever um is the uh tragedy of darth plagueis is that the ba- <laughs> is, it, is it a ballet or is it an opera i think it's an opera i think it's at. opera yeah yeah the, the opera scene and i'll just say one thing like about that scene is ian mcdermott i feel like his acting is really good in that scene like i like i he just he just he just pulls off that scene so well to me um and i also found that that scene was really from this first half of the movie i think my favorite like single shot was in that scene and okay that's the shot where like and i never realized this because every time you see the meme of darth plagueis or like ironic or whatever you just see like the side view of like you know palpatine's face but so much of while he's talking to anakin is this slow zoom from behind both of their heads with like the bubble and like yeah. <laughs> the, the moving stuff in, in between their heads. And I don't know, something about that shot of it, like zooming in behind the two of them. I just found it to be like really, really good cinematography. I really, I really thought it was a good, uh, a good shot. That's interesting. Cause I've heard other uh, I, people's uh, kind of depiction of that scene and it shows it's almost like an embryo and a sperm, you know? Oh, and really? They're, they're talking about man- manipulating the midichlorians. And so it's like, they're oh. saying like, oh yeah, Emperor, you know, he- here he is watching the scene of all these scenes going in and out of this bubble. So like the bubble's like the egg and these things are like the sperm. And so, what? Like, I, don't know, I don't know if that's true or not, if like they did that intentionally, but it's yeah. kind of interesting, right? Yeah, no, that's wild. That's, that's super, that's, uh, no, I've, I, and I think I've seen a few things like that before too. Like there's just like the different layers, the different potential layers yeah. to that scene. Yeah, it's it's fascinating for sure. Well, we kind of um, we skipped over real quick of the dreams Anakin was having, and okay, I had a question about those because like obviously this is why he's talking to Palpatine about you know min- cheating death, manipulating the midichlorian stuff. Um, yeah, obviously he has that scene of Padme dying in childbirth, and that's like really bothering him the whole throughout the whole film. Yeah, like, do you actually think that was like a vision? Or was that like, I guess maybe we'll never know, but let me get your opinion. Like, was that actually a true vision coming, like like a premonition coming to him? Or is that just Palpatine manipulating his thoughts to think, to inseminate these ideas in his head that like, oh, you need external help. You can't, the Jedi can't do this alone. You need to save Padme. Yeah. I don't know. You know, it's hard to say. I, I feel like yeah, I feel like we'll never know. I don't know. Maybe there is like a more clear, uh, some canon material that gives clarity on this. But I, I almost feel like it's it's almost like a either or, like it's like a both and kind of okay. a situation. Like, I feel like it, because it does happen, obviously. Like, it, yeah. it comes true. Um, but also, like, I feel like, I, 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 and I know that like Palpatine is like preying on the mind of Anakin throughout not just this film, but before as well, where he's yeah. really like, you know, he's terrorizing him through the dark side. He's trying to, you know, put that pressure on him. And so, I don't know. I feel like it could be like a mixture of both perhaps. Like the, here's the thing about Palpatine to me is 
you know, the, the film un unfolds a certain way, the story unfolds a certain way, but the way that Palpatine was doing stuff, it, like, he had, like, I feel like no matter how it would have unfolded, he would have won. Like, he was going to win. Like, he, and, and, like, it could have, like, other things could have gone wrong, you know, I don't know. Like, you know, there's a lot of, like, what ifs. Like, what if, you know, what if they would have done this differently? What if they would have done uh -huh. that differently? What if, what if, you know, they would have gone and, you know, Yoda would have fought Anakin or... <laughs> you know, what if, what if Mace Windu would have brought Anakin with him to arrest or whatever it might be. Um, I just, I, I feel like he had so much to his plan and all of his, you know, all of his conspiracies were so deeply interwoven that like, if something would have fallen through um, that I think that he would have won anyway. So I don't know if I could imagine like Palpatine being so specific with exactly what he was doing to Anakin's mind. Oh, other than yeah, just sure. like other than just like terror i think all he needed to do was just terrorize anakin and just just give him fear and give him a reason to not trust the jedi and you know it was all cascading it was all snowballing for palpatine to come out on top you know yeah, anyway because i feel like sometimes i feel like this this film gets like reduced and it does it, it and i feel like that I, I wish the film even did it a little bit less it gets reduced to Anakin's love for Padme led for him led to him becoming Darth Vader um and I think that there's so many more moving pieces than that and there's so much more to it than just course, his, yeah. his love for Padme and that's obviously a big part of it and that's sort of like the icing on it but it's only one part of the reason why that happened like there's a lot of other reasons why that happened and a lot of Palpatine's behind most of them the Jedi are behind a lot of them and so I think yeah I think that yeah, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure I can say uh, for sure on your question. <laughs> That's a no, long I mean, way I, to answer the question. No, yeah, I don't know either. And I think you're right. They're really, there are a lot of moving parts. So it's probably impossible to exactly say what it was or what it wasn't. Oh, man. What are we at now? Dude, about the Utapal, man. Because uh, right after, in the opera scene, uh, Palpatine tells Anakin they thought they heard Grievous is on Utap the Utapal system. Oh, you know what? We do, there is that part though. Because they're that part you're talking about, they they already planned it. The Jedi had already planned to take over the the Senate. It goes to uh -huh. the next the next scene after that is them talking, um, and then they say like, "This could be the end of the war." So like, what are we gonna do? And the Jedi, and Mace Windu says this again. The Jedi Council would have to take control over the Senate. They have to, you know, like he says that they have to, in order to mm -hmm. secure a peaceful transition. I was like, what? Yeah. When has anything Maze done ever peaceful? And yet he's literally the one that says peaceful or the word peace, yeah. like more than any other person in, in Star Wars, honestly. <laughs> I feel like that's, uh, that, that is like ironic, but it's also like sort of realistic in some ways. But uh, yeah, dude, that's, that's a really good point. And that's, that's a part where like one of the, like the biggest thing I wrote down in my, uh, my, my notes, and this does relate to, you know, probably what's going to be the second half of this podcast, but um the Jedi were plotting to take over, you know, they say that. And like, what I realized this time was like, they were plotting to take over. Like yeah. they actually were. And like, I feel like in my mind, for some reason, I never like fully came to grips with that was, was that like, yeah, they, like they, the Jedi were, were ready to, to take it over to take it over, you know? Sad, man. It's it's sad. They, dug themselves, they dug their own grave, honestly. Oh yeah, for sure. It, it's gnarly, but, and I do want to say, like, I find it interesting that 
Yoda went, I mean, I, I mean, obviously Yoda went to Kashyyyk because he has good relationship with the Wookiees. Um, I find it interesting, like to think about like what would have happened if Yoda hadn't been on Kashyyyk. Um, uh-huh. If he had been at the temple and he was the one to do the arrest. But then again, I think, I don't think it would have ended any differently to be yeah. honest with you. Um, yeah. Cause, but I do love, I want to say that I do really love the Kashyyyk uh, scenes, like in the shots from Kashyyyk. Oh, dude, you love um, the Wookiees, man. Dude, I love, I do, I, I, I mean, do you not, do you like those scenes? No, I, I do like, like the cool. Wookiees. I'm just saying. I just don't want a whole movie of, of uh, Wookiee with no, with no <laughs> subtitles. <laughs> oh my gosh, dude. You got to admit, that would be the most original, most hilarious. Like, <laughs> honestly, origin, like, origin I, story of, of uh, Chewbacca. Yes, that's what we need, dude. Star Wars Chewbacca, a Star Wars story, and it's just <laughs> it's just Wookies, and there's no subtitles. <laughs> you just have to piece together what the hell's going on. You have no clue. I don't know. I think that would be hilarious. It's just like one big joke. Like I love that. <laughs> what Go do you ahead. think of the Utapau scene? Like Obi Wan's fight with General Grievous and all that stuff that happens on there. It- yeah. It's not really my favorite thing. I love really? Uda, Uda, I love Utapau itself, but like I don't like Obi Wan and, and Grievous as scene, dude. Honestly, it's, it's kind of annoying. I, I think I liked oh, really? it when I was younger. I liked it when I was younger. At first, I was at, but now I'm just like, why can't they just have General Grievous be a little bit more tough? Because like in Clone mm. Wars, he's like really powerful, you know. But like in the yeah. movie, he's so weak, and it's like, why do they have Obi Wan lose his lightsaber? Like, why didn't why can't they just have like a longer lightsaber battle? Why did it have to be yeah. all this other stuff? I was like. It would have been sick to see another lightsaber battle with <laughs> with uh, Grievous at full capacity and Obi Wan. Like I don't understand why they had to make him lose. And it was like the dumbest way. It's in your hand. You're gonna let go of it. Like come on. Yeah, I know. It was it was odd. I I I mean, like to be fair, like this movie has a lot of lightsaber duels, and so I kind of get from a filmmaker standpoint, like why they sort of like that's true. Like reduce this one a little bit. But I mean, obviously, I wish that there was like more like that the action would have been like maybe a little bit better. But I do like I love I, I really like the world building in Utapau. Like I love that they live in like these like pit cities, yeah, like so cool. and like all like the whole surroundings. I just I find it really interesting, like really original. Um, like, yeah, just cool set design and all that. Um, not that they had an actual set. It's all digital. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um one of the parts I've overlooked is like the, you know, I mean, you got to follow like that storyline of like how they're, they're also like, you know, from they're also using deception to deconstruct the, the Confederacy, you know, of uh, the separatists. They're deconstructing that as well. Um, you know, Palpatine is. And so, yeah. you know, he has Grievous send them all to Mustafar and stuff. I found that, you know, I find that kind of interesting. I do, I do find like that fight scene though. I've always thought it was like a little cheesy. Like, I mean, and like, it's a great meme. It's like a great moment in some ways, but <laughs> I don't know. Like, it, it, and like in, in a lot of ways, like, you know, Obi-Wan jumping from the ceiling and like, you know, this little sassy <laughs> lines and all that stuff. I'm just like, yeah, you know, <laughs> it's fun, but it's not like, I don't know. It's not like a great, a great scene to me. Hello there. General Kenobi. He was a General Kenobi. Yeah, you are a bull. And then he goes, "You fool! I have been trained in the Jedi arts by Count Dooku." And then he like loses a hand in like thirty seconds. I know. I like, okay, come on. This is so dumb. Dooku was way <laughs> better than that. Like, come on. Well, I mean, to be fair, I mean, Grievous. You know, he's not as good as Dooku, even though he yeah, learned. Of course, from that's Dooku, true. Right? You're right. You're right. Right. 
Yeah, Grievous is just weird to me in some ways, but I, I mean, I get it. I like it. It's fun. He's fun in the Clone Wars. Um, it was an interesting way for him to go out. And I do think that like, it was kind of like, it was kind of dumb for them to send Obi-Wan and not Anakin, if I'm being honest, like that whole little tension there. And the fact yeah. that like Palpatine leverages that against Anakin to say uh -huh. like, yeah they, yeah, they probably don't trust you enough to send you after General Grievous. And then they don't. I'm just like, oh, of course they played right into his hand again. Like, it's what they love to do. They just play right into his hand every time. Oh, dude, we're knocking on the door. We're knocking on the door of like the the uh, the climax of the movie, aren't we? I know. I feel like we are. We're close, yeah, dude. Because yeah, right after An uh, Grievous dies, um, they're gonna go take. They're planning on t going to arrest the Chancellor, or it's like yeah. a little bit a little before that. Uh, Palpatine reveals himself to Anakin. Okay, I do want to say something about that scene. Okay. Um, and I don't, I didn't look it up. I was planning to, but I, I haven't gotten around to it yet. But the art in Palpatine's like office, it like depicts, I think like the first Jedi Sith war and all along those like murals on the side, you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. And I just, I, I really like loved that scene this time watching it. Um, the camera work, even though I know the back, I don't know if the backgrounds in that one are digital though. I, I don't know how digital they are, I guess, but when he's revealing himself to Anakin, the camera work as it's like slowly spinning and like the background with like the Jedi Sith murals uh, behind uh -huh. them and all that. I just, I really, really like that scene. Like to me, that scene was very artful. Um, and yeah, I just, I thought it was a beautiful scene and it, the dialogue is a little choppy. But to me, it felt like a, it almost felt like a like a stage production. It felt like a play, like like I was watching like theater or something. Yeah, um, it just kind of had a different vibe that way. And so I would I will say I really really like that scene of Palpatine revealing himself to Anakin. Yeah, it's 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 good and it's really good because we we see the pain in Anakin. He's like, oh my gosh, you're the Sith Lord, and and you know he's like. And then Palpatine goes, do you want to kill me? And he goes, I would, I would certainly like to. And Palpatine's like, I know I can feel your anger, you know? Yeah. And uh, it's like, Anakin is, he's still stuck. He hasn't, he hasn't made his final decision yet. on What yeah. he's going to do. It's like, he's so torn right now because he knows the Sith are evil. And yet he needs, he feels he needs Palpatine. He needs the Sith to yeah. save Padme. So it's like, what do you do? Like, you know, yeah. I, and I asked myself that, what would I do? And it's like, that's hard. It's hard. I, yeah. I don't know. I honestly don't know if I could make, if I could do that choice. And if I was Anakin, like, what, what, what would I do? It's, it's such a hard decision, you know? No. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, and I think that like, he's, he's processing what he's trying to figure out. I feel like Anakin in his brain at that moment is like, wait a minute. Like he, he's already, he's already, moving towards you know not trusting the jedi thinking uh -huh. that the jedi might be the bad guys you know and, and and all that but i don't think that he had quite gotten to the place where he's like could a sith be a good guy from my point of view like could i could i come around to seeing the sith as the good guys right yeah um which obviously by the time he gets back over there he does that's that's the, you know the opinion he has and i think that mace windu helps him get there like mace windu yes. plays right into his hand to like because i feel like that's that's the change that happens from the scene where he reveals himself where anakin's ready to kill palpatine 
to the scene where Anakin saves Palpatine and then goes and kills all the Jedi at the temple, it's like there's a huge like you know a change in Anakin there, and I feel like what he's where he has to get to mentally is he has to accept like a reality or a, a perspective where the Sith are the good guys for him. Uh-huh. And I feel like, yeah, like the way that Mace Windu conducts himself and the way that it all unfolds and also all the pressure that has been leveraged against Anakin's psyche for years, yeah. all just <laughs> snaps and he comes to embrace that reality or, you know, he comes to believe that reality that the Sith could be the good guys. Yeah. And it, I also thought too, another, you know, what if is if it was literally anyone else other than Mace Windu, I think it could have turned out differently, but because yeah. it's Mace Windu, it's yeah. like Mace Windu is so hot-headed, and I don't know. I, I don't want to talk about the fight scene just yet. I don't want to jump ahead, but okay. like if, it was, if it was anyone else, man, I think it could have ended differently. I think they actually could have arrested him or find some, at least some other way to Anakin not completely go into the dark side, you know? That's my opinion, at least. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I... I um... I can see that. And that's why I think like, what if Joe, what if Yoda, what if Yoda wasn't on a, sure. what if Yoda wasn't on Kashyyyk kind of a thing? No. Um, I, I mean, do we have, I feel like I'm almost ready to talk about that scene. Like I'm pretty, I feel like I'm pretty much there. Yeah. So let me say, um, so there's a, the point he goes and tells Mace Windu, the uh-huh. thing I hate the most, one of my, the least favorite things I, I can't stand about Mace Windu is, um, let me see. I have this quote somewhere down here. Oh, he says, if this is like, he goes like, if this is true, then you, then you will have gained my trust. Go wait in the, in the council, go wait in the council chambers. And so if, if by like, he still didn't believe Anakin, if he wasn't a Sith Lord Palpatine, if somehow yeah. he kill he kills him or arrests him, then he would have go. Why do you, why do you think he said, go wait in the ch- council chambers? Yeah. Anywhere else he could have waited. It's like he was going to grant him the rank of master because that's how he gained his trust. Somehow, like not all the other stuff that Anakin did, Anakin putting himself online. It's like Mace Windu is such, you know, he's such a prick, man. Like all this stuff. Oh, because we finally defeated the Sith Lord or we finally, you know, got peace in the way the Jedi got, get peace. Oh, Anakin, you finally gained my trust and you can become a master now. It's like, yeah, I, I can't stand him, man. I seriously cannot stand Mace Windu like at all, man. He bothers me so much. Yeah, dude. No, I get that. And I think I, I think that's actually a really good observation because um, I feel like at that point, Anakin, he he feels probably that Palpatine does trust him. Right. Yeah, because Palpatine totally. was about was about to, you know, Palpatine was just standing there when Anakin had his lightsaber drawn. And Palpatine was like, yeah, I bet you do want to kill me. Like and and and. <laughs> And he also had confided in him in a lot of stuff. And they'd had this relationship where they, you know, you know, he told him things and he told him secrets and he also kept Anakin's secrets and all this. And so like he had established where like, oh yeah, you, you know, like Anakin probably trusts or Palpatine, Anakin feels that Palpatine trusts him, but Mace Windu still doesn't trust him. So obviously, I mean, what do you think? Like, where do you think his allegiance is going to lie? Especially with all the other stuff that's going on. Yeah, dude, that's a really good observation. Is it because people talk so highly of Anakin? They always talk about, you know, he's the chosen one or he has, you know, he was the fastest, you know, to become a Jedi Knight or he was this world-renowned, you know, Jedi Knight, this fighter, this general. He cared about everyone, yeah. loved Anakin. It's like, was Mace Windu just jealous because 
people thought yeah. he was, might have been a better fighter than Mace Windu. He was getting more attention than Mace Windu was like a pride yeah. thing. Like there was no reason for he gave he gave Mace Windu no reason for him not to trust him. So it's like it really is just like a selfish thing, reason why he doesn't trust Anakin. It's so stupid. Yeah, it's bad. It's it's no good. Well, I mean, he says that he senses confusion in him, but like it's not just that he doesn't trust his his judgment in that moment. Like he doesn't trust him as a person. It's like, and, hey, hey, Mace, yeah. go freaking help him. Go help Anakin. Yeah. It's like, don't just freaking talk down to him and tell him what he needs to do. It's like, be a me- actual mentor to yeah. someone that's confused, you know? Yeah, stop belittling him maybe for like once <laughs> in your life. <laughs> maybe just like one time, like don't belittle the guy. I don't know. <laughs> Radical idea. Jeez. And then they go into that fight scene, and I don't know. I got really mixed feelings about that fight scene. Dude, I, I, I know. Me too, because... It's so dumb that Palpatine kills, you know, two Jedi right right in the beginning. Like, literally the first five seconds, and then he kills Kit Fisto, like, in the next 30 seconds. Like, like two hits, yeah. And it's, like, it's and it's so slow. And I understand the age, the age difference. Obviously, Ian, Ian can't, you know, do all this stuff. But I was, like, I'd rather have, like, a CGI fight, honestly. Like, a really good CGI <laughs> fight than see yeah, or like Ian do these person. stupid. Yeah, yo, yeah, that'd be great. It's, like, he literally just jumps and stabs you know one of the jedis in like right away and then he just yep. turns He's, around and stabs the other one and i was yep. like okay yep. so these are four jedi masters and you lose in f- two seconds like what the heck yeah and they like people will make excuses and say like oh it's because he took them by surprise and, like they all had their they all had their <laughs> swords drawn they were ready they were all they were all in like you know a ready stance like None of them were like caught by surprise. I don't think. I mean, they were probably surprised that he did a freaking corkscrew flip, but <laughs> <laughs> and he screamed like that. But uh, but yeah, I I really that's like that 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 whole like beginning of that fight scene is one of the low points in the movie for me. I'm just like, oh my gosh, like and then, my eyes. And then Palpatine's face, like every uh, every still shot they do, it's like he has the worst face on when he's fighting. Uh, yeah, he's dueling yeah, Mace Windu. Yeah, it's it's really weird. I I I will agree with that. It's weird, <laughs> but Mace Windu looks pissed, dude. Yeah, I mean, Samuel Samuel L. Jackson's acting. I feel like that goes un like unappreciated sometimes in Star Wars. I feel like sometimes we just overlook the fact that Samuel L. Jackson is like a big piece of Star Wars, and he depicts his character so well. Yeah, he killed it. And that whole scene, man, it's just it's brutal. Like it's a brutal scene. I mean, I mean, I guess just like. Once Anakin gets there and everything, it's just like, oh. I know, because <sighs> obviously we have, and there's such good shots in this. Mm-hmm. I really like the shot. They have a shot, you know, of like behind Anakin, and you could see, you know, Mace Windu holding lightsaber over over uh, Palpatine. And you're just, mm-hmm. and here here you have, you know, you can see, almost see like imagery in Anakin's head of, okay, here are my two choices. I have the Jedi who lost their way, the perfect example of what the Jedi shouldn't be, or the Sith mm-hmm. one. It's like the two, which one is like the lesser evil, honestly. It's yeah. like, what, what do I do? Do I, I have these two bad decisions. What do I do? And, and I, I don't know. It's, it's tough. It's, it's such a good shot. I feel like, and it, it's such yeah. good imagery of what, and I love the part where, you know, he's obviously, and, or Palpatine saying all the stuff. Oh, I only, I can save the one you love and stuff. And Mace is like, don't listen to a mannequin. And I was like, it's it's too late, Mace. Like you had your opportunity several times, and it is too late, my friend. You cannot yeah. talk Anakin out of trying to be the nice guy right now to Anakin and be his friend. It's like it's it's way too late for that, man. Oh yeah, for sure. And one of the one of the things I found really funny in that scene, and and funny, but like in an insightful funny, um, is it's 
literally, um, Palpatine calls Mace Windu a traitor, and then Mace Windu goes, he's the traitor. And I just, <laughs> I found that, like, very, like, petty, like, he said, she said. But it's all, like, it's like, he's the traitor. No, he's the traitor. No, he's the traitor. <laughs> and, like, they're, like, and, like, what is Anakin loyal? Anakin's loyalties are to what? The Republic? Like, the Senate? Uh, the the war? I feel like his 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 allegiance at that point is just to like the war and like that kind of thing until he like pledges his allegiance to palpatine and it's just that whole part of like you know both of them are trying to call the other one the one who has betrayed um anakin i guess or what anakin what anakin believes in you know or are traitors to what anakin is loyal to and i mean the truth is they're both they're both have betrayed it um but the fact of the matter is palpatine probably has done it less so and he's done it in a way that is you know very very friendly and very inviting yeah. to anakin and he has all these assets and all this to offer anakin and what does mace windu have to offer anakin i mean the jedi way but he can't even follow the jedi way because in and we get that because in anakin's mind he even says after he kills count dooku he says that wasn't the jedi way yeah. And then he watches Mace Windu do the exact same thing. And so he's like, okay, so these guys have nothing to offer me, you know? Yeah, and, and so, ugh. And one of my also all-time worst lines I hate is, <laughs> I'm going to end this once and for all. And it's like, at that moment, dude, you just see like, and I don't know, maybe I'm looking too much into it, but when he goes, I'm going to end it, it's like, Mace Windu was so looking forward to this moment, like his entire life of, I'm going to be the one to destroy the Sith. I'm going to be the one to bring balance to the force. It's going to be me. No one else. It's all by me. I'm the one that did this. And so when he says, I'm going to end this once and for all, I'm just like, dude, okay, get off it, dude. It's not, there's no you. Like you, Mace Windu, man, it's, it's the Jedi. Like there's no, yeah. you can't be who you are. Like you can't be this selfish and this prideful of and, and still be a Jedi. It doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I get that. I get that. Oh, man. And then, I mean, the scene ends with, uh, you know, him, him declaring, declaring him Lord Vader. Yeah. There's still an hour left of the movie left, so we can definitely do that <laughs> our, our next time around. And it's going to be sick. We can end, you know, with unlimited power. That's another good line. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is the way.